0: Good morning, and welcome to the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Amy G., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today's date is Wednesday, November 24, 2021, and today we are reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the chapter Working with Others, and we are at page 101, at the first paragraph, that starts with, we meet these conditions every day. Today's readers are, and thank you for your service and Team Wednesday. It's been awesome to work with you. Kathy S., Nancy T., Dara L., Heidi B., Perry S., our newcomer greeter, Reva P., and the host of the second awesome unrecorded hour, Chris G. The reference numbers for yesterday, Tuesday, November 23rd, 7 a.m. is 18,124. That's 18,124. 10 a.m., 18,125. That's 18,125. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask for Heidi B. to read the 12 steps. Go ahead, Heidi. Good
1: morning, Heidi B., recovered compulsive overeater from New York. The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. 8. Made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. 9. Made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 10. Continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11. sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. And twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. Thank you for letting me be of service.
0: Thank you so much, Heidi. Okay, I'm now going to ask Terry S. to read the Twelve Traditions. Your turn, Terry.
2: Good morning, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving week.
3: Um
2: Thank you so much, Terry. Okay,
0: so how does our meeting work? Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and the literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. If you go over, you'll hear me say time, or you'll hear the beeper in the background. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only please. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. Again, this meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us to share Press star 1 to unmute your phone. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press 1 to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today we resume our study in the big book, in the chapter Working with Others, on that first paragraph, page 101, and I'm going to ask Kathy S. to get us started. Go ahead, Kathy, you have the floor.
4: Thanks, Amy. This is Kathy S., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Georgia. We meet these conditions every day. An alcoholic who cannot meet them still has an alcoholic mind. There is something the matter with his spiritual status. His only chance for sobriety would be someplace like the Greenland ice cap. And even there, an Eskimo might turn up with a bottle of scotch and ruin everything. Ask any woman who has sent her husband to distant places on the theory, he would escape the alcohol problem. Okay. So in this paragraph, first of all, what I what I was trying to figure out is like the conditions and the conditions are like what we discussed yesterday, like life circumstances, um, people we are going to encounter, holidays, like the one coming up tomorrow, restaurants, parties, vacations. And... But what I found interesting was the use of this very key word, we meet. And the word meet means to come together with at a particular time or place. And as a recovered compulsive overeater, you know, eaters, we meet. And that means I come together with God into these conditions. In the past, I would have run away. I never would have shown up. So... um I think that's pretty cool. And, and like it says in the next sentence, an alcoholic who cannot meet them, when I am in this place of fear, restlessness, irritable, discontent, or I'm judging, it's just indicative that there's something wrong with my spiritual status. I'm back with an alcoholic mind. I've got self-centered fear going on. Um, And I want to run, I don't want to meet or um, if and if I don't take care of it with uh, with a 10th step, um, I can't meet the circumstance at the time. And, um, you know, uh, so that's just it's just what I love. I'm able to do this. And how do I do it? It was described in yesterday's paragraph, Um, need to stay spiritually fit first then that starts with acceptance of my powerlessness and my need to depend upon God my higher power and it's accomplished through um, entire abstinence and then working the steps daily connecting with God and the fellowship you know it's no secret that I struggle with with speaking and these kinds of opportunities and I never would have even volunteered to show up and and meet you know and do this. But I'm here. And the only way that I'm here facing my courage is when I'm doing this with God, who's giving me the power to do it. And, and I love like, even in my devotional today, the word meet was used in, in with a verse that said, and my God will meet all your needs, according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. And God gives me the power, the words, the courage, the opportunity. He's the one that gives me abstinence and has brought me great friends who support me in this program. And no matter what's going on in life, I don't have to run anymore. I don't have to hide. I don't have to avoid. I can meet them and work through them because I have God with me and all that God brings. And um, I just thank you so much for this opportunity and look forward to what others have to say about this paragraph. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Kathy, for getting us started. Okay, I am excited to take our lineup. Again, if you've shared in the last two days, which would be Tuesday or Monday, we ask that you allow others to share their experience, strength, and hope. So who would like to share? First name. Uh, Nancy and P. Last P. Initial. Nancy um, A. Christina J. 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 A. A. S. Yes. Mm-hmm. P. J. J. Janice. Who W? Leslie W. Loretta H. Leslie W. Loretta H. Who else did I? I think I missed somebody. Shelly CR. I got Tom, I got you. And that was what? Shelly, did you say? Yep, Shelly CR from Minnesota. Okay, I think that's a pretty good lineup here. I've got Nancy P, Tom A, Christina J, Janice PM, Lisa P, Leslie W, Loretta H, Shelley C R. All right, folks. Let's rock and roll. Nancy P followed by Tom A.
5: Good morning. Um, thank you for letting me share Nancy P recovered in Westmorton, Massachusetts. Um, I love this paragraph. <clears throat> you know, um step twelve seems to I was talking to my sponsor the other day and um We were sort of saying, you know, after the first sentence, you know, practical experience shows that nothing will so much ensure immunity from drinking than intensive work with other alcoholics. We kind of think that we were saying, yeah, it's kind of not that it goes downhill, but that's really what you need to know um, about the 12th step. But, you know, the devil's always in the details. And I love this. It's a reminder, right? I, I also love the word meet. And I see it as, you know, we are given what we need, to meet these conditions, like I'm given what I need to, you know, accomplish what I need to accomplish. I'm not given more than what I need, and that's what I want. You know, I want more. I don't want to have to worry about anything. You know, I want to have more money than I need. I want to have more stuff than I need. I want to, you know, more, more, more. And, um, you know, I don't, I have exactly what I need, and the the push-pull is how surrendered am I? If I'm not, if I'm surrendered, then I don't need to worry about how much I have. You know, it says in all through the book, you know, that we'll be given what we need to meet these conditions, to meet, you know, uh, you know, if we pray, we get what we need. We don't get more than we need. And, um, you know, I don't have to worry about the things that, like, you know, I can have I have liquor in my or you know food in my house. I'm hosting Thanksgiving with lots of things, making lots of things that I will not be able to eat. And the way that I did that was I stayed on the phone and I was talking to a newcomer yesterday, um, and I was working with chocolate, and I didn't even you know I wasn't I was like paying attention to the phone call, not to what I was doing with my hands. and um you know, it never ceases to amaze me. How free I am and and the food is only the first part of it. you know it says in the in earlier in the book if if abstinence is all we we get, that's great, but the surface of the problem would hardly be scratched, so my focus is not on food ever the food my relationship with food are like me and food are like two cats, we're aware of each other, we respect each other, we choose to have as little to do with each other as possible and um you know meanwhile. The rest of my life is going swimmingly. You know, I have this great life that's been restored. All the damage has been, you know, fixed. You know, I I can't, I'm not really into like the, you know, let's give thanks kind of a thing because I'm pretty secular. But I am so grateful every minute of every day that my life is so full of wonderfulness. And um, I have no problems today. I only have successes that are waiting in the wings. And it's all because that I get what I need and I meet the challenges every day thanks to these steps and my wonderful fellows. And with that, I'll pass. Perfect timing.
0: Okay, so Tom A., you are up, followed by Christina J. Go ahead while I turn off this silly timer. Okay, Tom,
6: you're up. Okay, thank you, Amy. Uh, Tom A., a recovered compulsive eater in Maryland. Uh, Really... uh, continue to love these vision discussions. It, it This reading reminds me that, uh, uh, that the first three steps and all the steps are daily events. That's what the daily, how the spiritual daily reprieve comes. That's how I can meet these conditions. And, uh, you know, when it talks about an alcoholic mind, a compulsive overeater mind is one that's Still negotiating with the food, uh, you know. I got a new sponsor a year or so ago, and I would talk to him about food, and he'd says, "Still living rent free in your head. You're you're giving it space. You're not in neutrality about that particular food. And until I surrender everything and just let go absolutely, that's what this keeps telling me over and over again. I can't hold on to things. uh We have a set aside prayer because I can't hold on to." ideas, I can't hold on to preconceived notions. I just get up every day and try to trust a loving God as best I can each day. And I'm human and so I do that very, very imperfectly. you know it, 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 we, it, we say that it's uh, <clears throat> a lot of us can stop, <clears throat> can stop but we can't stay stopped. Uh, we can surrender, I can surrender, but it's very hard to stay surrendered uh, because I'm human. And so I have to keep coming back to renewing and revisiting this belief that I really want to trust everything to my higher power. I was, uh, my wife and I have been dealing with, uh, we've been married 20 years and been dealing with a sticky issue about money that has haunted us for the whole 20 years since we've gotten some outside help. And this morning I found myself uh, having willingness to look at something I was never willing to look at before. And to me, that was a grace uh, to be able to say, well, maybe she's right. Maybe there is a different way to look at this. Uh, And it's just, you know, I I have a guy that I'm sponsoring now, and I was encouraging him yesterday to put in the key of willingness. uh, And that willingness without action is fantasy. And that's how I keep my spiritual condition, is I, I have, I, I accept the grace uh, as generously as I can that my higher power wants to give me. I believe my higher power loves me and wants good for me. And then I uh, go about trying to do my higher power's will, which includes uh, giving back and loving others. And then I each day take a look at where I screwed up and where I could do better with my higher power's help. So. Grateful for this way of life and for these morning reminders. Uh, I uh, really am enjoying this study of the big book, so thanks.
0: Thank you so much, Tom. Okay, we have Christina J. followed by Janice P.M. Go ahead, Christina.
7: Good morning, Christina J. from the state of Washington. Today I went to my meditation chair in extreme gratitude. It's my birthday today. And I had I read my readers, did my prayers, went to quiet my mind, and it wouldn't quiet. And I found myself talking to God about the gratitude that I have today for where I've reached in this program. I'm 16 months, and it's getting better and better every day. Um, there's a vat of a container, actually, of nuts at the office. It's been there for two weeks, salty nuts in a big container that's see-through, and I walk by them every day. And I thought about them when they were first there, about how I used to love to get in there and chew them and eat them and eat them. Now I have neutrality around those types of foods. They hurt my body, they hurt my mind. I can't stop once I start. So I'm meeting those nuts every day and saying hello and ignoring them because they're 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 not. I'm not interested. They're not my food, and they hurt me. In my old dieting days, I would have a week maybe in the diet, maybe I'd lost a few pounds. It was so exciting. I felt very neutral around food. I was flying high. But I didn't know I was carrying around a vat in my soul of sloshing disease. And I like to word spread the word out a little bit, dis-ease. I hadn't dealt with that disease in my soul and my heart. And um, so I would go back to the food because it would inevitably come up. I would get model thin. I would look gorgeous. But I was miserable inside. And so today... You know, in the old days, I want to say this too, my house was the green ice cap. I kept all the food out of here, you know. But then I had to go out in the world, and there it all was. And as long as I was on some exciting diet that was I was looking good and everything, and as long as I uh, stayed in autopilot numb about life and didn't face things, uh, I didn't have to pick up that food. But the minute that that autopilot numb went away and I began to feel my feelings, I was smack dab in the food. I didn't know how to handle life at all. And I'm telling you, newcomers, if you're out there, this is a way to handle life. This 12-step program is the way that you're going to be able to maintain a spiritual status with your higher soul, with your higher good, whatever you want to call your higher power. And you can walk this life. Today, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. I don't know what that's about, but I do know that program brought me here. And... uh I've never been like this. I've been pushing and shoving my whole life, and I'm at peace today, living one day at a time, learning what that means. So I'm grateful to all of you who have helped bring me here, and I'm just astounded at this whole thing. So thank you for letting me share, and I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Christina, and happy birthday. All righty. Janice P.M., you're up, followed by Lisa P. Please go ahead.
8: Yes,
9: and good morning to you, Amy G. This is Janice, PM, and I'm a grateful compulsive overeater, home after 30 days from a a rehab. Um, Talk about we meet these conditions. What conditions? Well, we could be, you know, I just broke my arm in two places, my dominant arm, and I don't have my left arm. And, you know, we meet these conditions, what conditions? Every day we could be in a hospital, we could be at a party. What are the conditions? Whatever the conditions are, we, we, we see food everywhere. Okay, that's just the beginning. That's, that's the physical, the physical fitness that we overcome through this program. And uh, a compulsive overeater as I am, and I will always be, who cannot meet them, these conditions, cannot accept them, and has to still have that mind. My mind of a compulsive overeater will lead me to relapse, will lead me to um, being um, ungrateful at this time, no matter what's going on in my life. And I will want to eat. I won't want to eat carrots. I wanna go to maybe something else that I desire, but I don't have those desires today. Why? Because I have gone through the steps. I try to practice them to the best of my ability. And let me tell you, it's unbelievable. I couldn't make too many calls because I don't have any hands. They're not functioning right now, like they're supposed to. But you know, I have so much confidence that they're gonna get better and better just like recovery. It's a promise. (laughs) The food is neutral. It doesn't even, you know, we have ceased fighting anyone. Sanity, my thinking has returned. It's unbelievable. The miracle of not fighting. Imagine the miracle of accepting and being thankful that I do have my two arms and they will function as God wants them to function. And the problem of the food, Has been removed. And other problems, you know, being in the hospital, I could I could be so grateful. I could read to another patient, pray for the other patient, because that's my purpose in life now. That's what God wants me to do. He hasn't taken me yet. As long as we keep in fit spiritual condition, which means because of the spiritual awakening, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, God is bigger than any chocolate bar. Remember that for me. All I have to do is work the steps and be useful to others and to my higher power. You know, it doesn't matter where I go. (laughs) It's funny. I can can go on to this program and use this program, and then I get better and better and better. And with that, I'm going to pass. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Janice, and continued healing thoughts. I'm sure many going your way. All righty. Lisa P., followed
10: by Leslie W. Go ahead, Lisa. Sorry, where is Janice P.M. from? She didn't say her location.
9: Massachusetts, right? I'm
10: from Massachusetts. Massachusetts. that yes, was Massachusetts. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, Lisa, your turn. Lisa P. Star one on mute. Did I maybe not have that right? Lisa P. Are you there? Okay, well, you can chime back in if there's something,
0: if if, um, maybe there's something going on there with her. Okay, we're going to go ahead to Leslie W. followed by Loretta H. Go ahead, Leslie.
10: Hey, Amy, this is Leslie W. from Tennessee, Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Thank you for your service this morning, and I'm grateful to be on the line with all of you today. you know this paragraph actually reminds me not of food but of people (laughs) it's funny enough Um, there are just like i'm sure all of you uh, people in my life people in my family that um, disturb me and during the holidays um, that often means being around those people more often Um, and so I was thinking about it this morning about how, if I have to avoid certain people in my life in order to feel safe and protected, just like with the food, if I have to avoid certain situations or certain foods uh, or being around certain foods in order to feel safe and protected, then I. still believing that I have the power that I somehow can influence how I behave or or, you know influence that food how it will react in my body or that I can somehow influence or control that I can control it because that's what it really is it's about me trying to control my relationship with food if I don't have neutrality around it, and I, if I can't be around certain people because, well, they're too they're too unpredictable, I don't know what they're going to say, I don't know what they're going to do, I don't know what's going to happen, and it's scary, because it is. But then I think to myself, why do I feel that way, you know? Is it because I believe that somehow I have the power to change them? to control my situation, to control the circumstance, to control that person. No, I don't have any more power over that person than I did with food. So for me today, it's really about neutrality with people and accepting that I don't have the power to change them. I don't have the power to control what flies out of their mouth. All I can do is focus on my relationship with God. And if my relationship with God is strong, then I know that I will be safe and protected. I know that he will cover me and that I won't have to fear. I won't have to fear the food and I won't have to feel fear people anymore. And that to me is the true miracle of uh, recovery. So with that, I'm going to pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you so much, Leslie. Okay, Loretta H., followed by Shelley C.R. Go ahead, Loretta.
11: Good morning, Amy, and everyone on the line who always, with my God, helps me save my life today. Loretta H., I live in Raleigh, recovered with God's grace and mercy. I also like to um, look at the word meat conditions, and the word meat is twice a year and um i looked it up so it's a rendezvous which sounds like a, a loving experience and then the opposite of it is confrontation which sounds like um when i'm in the addiction and with god's grace and mercy i today and every day i hope to separate the food the family the feelings, and the friends, because otherwise the word is not love. And it starts with that other word. And because of this program, having it designed for living, and working these steps, I get to bring maximum service to God and others. And that last year I was sponsoring a little girl. I'm old, so I always think everybody's a little girl. Young lady. And we were talking about Thanksgiving, and I said, What are you going to do or bring? And she says, I'm just bringing my ideal relationship to the event. And I thought, Whoa, that's such a recipe for success. You know, and with all the, um, and I'm so lucky because I also am truly neutral around food and, um, and I think it's because of my spiritual status, because the conditions, that's problem three in our work. And that is what, why I ate. It affects my, um, you know, everything. It affects, and then I get the effect of either drinking, using, shopping at this time of the year. is very detrimental for me. So I have a design for living that works if, I take action and trust my higher powers, corrective, directives, and so that I won't, with God's grace and mercy, just for today, because I only do this 24 hours, and then I'm back to my addiction when I get up in the morning. Um, The alcohol problem will not be. So today I'm going to bring and not take anything into any encounter or rendezvous I have. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Loretta. Okay, Shelly, CR.
0: And then we're going to take some more names and numbers. We're on page 101, first paragraph. Okay, Shelly, please go ahead.
12: Good morning. Thank you so much for your service and thank you to everyone who's here this morning. Um this is Shelley CR, grateful recovered compulsive overeater in northern Minnesota. Um so uh yeah, I love this paragraph because it reminds me about how like you know, when I first came into program and um into OA and and you know, it was this is part about getting abstinent and 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 I and I did that pretty quickly on um but it was this abstinence of white knuckling it was this abstinence of yeah i'm not eating but boy am i a nightmare because now i've like you know i don't have the thing that was quote unquote comforting me (laughs) the thing that was like how i was addressing my emotions and all the stuff right because i was avoiding life um And so that was taken away and I was miserable um, and I was miserable to others around me as well. Um, So this part about, you know, there's a difference between abstinence and recovery and through working my program, through working with a sponsor, through hearing other people's shares at lots of different meetings, um, you know, it helped me be in connection with my higher power and focus on a program of recovery taking the steps taking the actions necessary to be in line with my higher power um, and to you know not avoid the different emotions not avoid life situations um, so i need to continue to do that on a daily basis and that spiritual fitness is you know i, I need to continue to grow in my spiritual connection with my higher power um, This. The beauty of this and the gift and I thought this was a lie when I heard people talk about like food neutrality and like and and like these years and years of abstinence and sometimes decades I like Legitimately thought that people were lying. There was like no way like that is not possible Um, And then lo and behold uh, I have found that like, you know diets never took away the obsession with food I've never experienced food neutrality. I've never Like maintaining a healthy weight for a time period um, for like, you know, now it's going on uh, two years and it's just like, what is going on? Um, It's a gift of this program, but that's the recovery aspect. And so now it's not a focus on the food or conversations with my sponsor aren't about the food. It's about how am I living this program in my daily life? How am I bringing my higher power in? Uh, to the moments of my day? How am I practicing um, the opposite of my character defects? How am I being in connection with other people? Um, So that's the recovery part, and that makes life so beautiful, even during the times that are really hard. Um, And I don't need to turn to food, and that isn't a thing anymore. Um, But only me continuing the action on a daily basis, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you, everyone.
0: Thank you so much, Shelly. Okay, so be happy to take a few more names to share on what was read on page 101, first paragraph. Who would like to share?
13: Barbara P. in Atlanta. Kathleen W. Barbara Jennifer C. C. Cass- Susan L. Jen A.
10: W. Susan
3: C. Nancy
0: T. Nancy T.
10: She Sarah loves that. R. from New York. Jennifer C. Sarah R.
0: Jennifer C. 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 Okay, hold on. What have we got here? Three, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, I think we're going to have to hold with that. I'm sorry if I missed someone. Please share on the second awesome unrecorded hour. Barbara P., Catherine W., Susan C., Nancy T., Sarah R., Jennifer C. All righty. Let's go. Barbara P., it's your turn.
13: Good morning, everybody. Barbara P. in Atlanta. breeder. Um, I'm reminded, I really like this paragraph, and I'm I've, I've seeing something I never saw in it before, and thank you so much for the shares, because you're bringing it to me, you know, an alcoholic, an addict like me, who cannot meet them, so I, it still has an alcoholic mind, there's something the matter with his spiritual status, But, you know, what I have to remember is I have a daily reprieve based on my fit fit spiritual condition. I, I have no power, no choice, no control over this disease. And on any day, Thanksgiving, Thursday, Friday, any day, it can hit me. I wake up an addict and I wake up with an alcoholic mind and then I make a choice to turn right, to a higher power, to a different way of living, to, uh, to surrender this alcoholic mind that I can't control. So it just is a great reminder that no matter how long I've been sober, I'm coming up on three years, that's wonderful. I mean, yeah, food is pretty neutral, but I still go into tomorrow, Thanksgiving, or today, Wednesday, or tomorrow, with a food plan, but I also go in with a spiritual plan. And I just never thought of it like that. What is my spiritual plan? You know, we're all prepared with a food plan for tomorrow. What's my spiritual plan for tomorrow? Because when I wake up, I'm still going to have this alcoholic mind. And I'm going to need to check in with my spiritual status so that this disease doesn't catch up with me. Because it can, it is lurking. So I can't rest on any laurels like, you know, like, oh, I have some time, big deal. Tomorrow, I'm going to wake up. I got to figure out how to plug in, how have I charged my cell phone so that it works all day, Who my spiritual plan might look like, who am I going to listen to, you know, rather than going in and talking too much, who am I going to listen to, how am I going to help maybe the hostess, who is me tomorrow, but, how? you know, I can start cleaning dishes, what am I not going to do, I'm not going to sit around a table for hours, I just can't do that. As a food addict, I really have trouble with that. So I'm going to get busy doing something else. But what can I do to serve the people, to really listen? Because I spent many a Thanksgiving just staring at the basket on the table of rolls. And I'm not there today, and I don't want to be there tomorrow. But I also have to remember, I have no power, no choice. It doesn't matter time or no time. I am as vulnerable to this disease, if not more today, than I was yesterday. So, anyway, I'm just hearing that. Like, we're not safe unless I plug in. And that's what I need for tomorrow is a spiritual plan, just like I do. I need once a day as well, and every day. Thanks for letting me share in the past.
0: Thank you so much, Barbara. Okay, Catherine W., followed by Susan C. Go ahead, Catherine.
3: Good morning. This is Kathleen W. from Illinois. Um, oh, Um Kathleen. Thank you, so thank you so much for your service, and that's okay. Um, uh, thank you for your service, by the way, um, and for all those who are uh, giving service on this meeting. Oh, my gosh, this is so wonderful. Um, this paragraph, I have this underlined, but I don't remember ever reading it. Um, About you know we meet these conditions every day, and um, if we if we can't, we have an alcoholic mind. So this is part of my spiritual plan, Um, and I love hearing about the the food plan, but the spiritual plan, you know, so important. And um, you know, it's I'm just so grateful that um, I could tune into this meeting today. What a blessing! I, I have to. I'm. I have. You know. I've been having some trouble with the stuffing I have to make, and it's just that it's kind of grieving that I. To me, that I couldn't can't eat it, um, but I've been praying about it, and you know, um, you know, I must still have an alcoholic mind because it still is kind of calling me. Um, listening to all of the shares today has really given me such support and such spiritual health, even in my spirit, uh, to give me the direction my mind needs to go, um, while I do the work to prepare this meal for everyone to, uh, tomorrow. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, I feel strengthened by the fellowship this morning. And I got up this morning thinking, you know, I, I need to listen to the meeting and, then Tomorrow, I'm going to get up early again and listen to me. That's my spiritual plan. And also, I've been, you know, listening to the shares today. I, I, I've been given some really great direction um, and reminding, it's a reminder that, you know, I can go to God with this. I can go to God about the stuffing. Um, and I can ask for neutrality, you know, in, in that area. and. And not judge myself about it. I've been absent for uh, a little over a year, um, but you know, I, I allow that I still I still need help, and I, there's you know there's still places where um, I'm not spiritually fit entirely, and I need God, I need His fellowship. So I'm just so grateful for the truth that came to me today as I as I listened. Um, I'm so grateful to God, I'm so grateful in fellowship. And um, I'm feeling free already as I hear all of you speak. And I was just wanted to ask um, Tom, the gentleman who, whose name is Tom. I didn't get his last initial or where he came from. Is it possible to get that?
0: Um, you can go to the contact list that we have on the website and look it up. Tom A. I didn't get
3: his. In, I didn't get his last a. initial. What is it? A. Tom okay. A. Thanks a lot. Okay, and. I'll finish with that. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Kathleen. Okay, Susan C. Followed by Nancy T. Good morning. I'm. This is Susan L. I'm not sure if that's who you meant or if it's a Susan C. Uh, I'm sure it probably was. So please go ahead. <laughs> oh, good. Good morning. This is Susan L. From South Florida, and um, I haven't called in in quite some time, but I've been listening for a while. I just needed to share this morning to say that I'm living in neutrality around the food for 16 months, and that is the greatest miracle in my life um, for today. And that you know that that spot of neutrality that I can have 17 people here tomorrow with all of my favorite foods, and I don't have to partake in that. And that comes for me, also like so many of you, from living in fit spiritual condition, condition and having. Um, my recovery be about the 12 steps in my recovery be about being a better person and not needing food to uh, make me feel better. Cause I feel pretty good, which is a miracle. Also. I, I shared yesterday at a meeting that for me for today, um, I breathe my recovery. That's what I said yesterday. And I feel that way today too. Every breath I take, um, I'm breathing my recovery. Every breath I take, um keeps me in fit spiritual condition when i'm not eating compulsively but i also know from my experience in this program for many many years um this and other kinds of oa and all kinds of all kinds of 12-step programs that this disease that i have of food addiction is so insidious so insidious and so cunning and baffling just like it says it is that i could be tomorrow morning at um, tomorrow All day long, actually, I have people coming in tonight that the cooking starts early in the morning. I could think I'm in fit spiritual condition, and the next thing you know, um, my hand goes from the bowl to my mouth. I ask God every day for that not to happen, but I am so aware of the fact that, A, that could happen, and B, but for today, I live in a place of neutrality around the food, which I never thought would happen for me. Um, And it has happened for me. And part of the reason that it's happened for me is because I come to this vision for you meeting most days, some days I switch it around with other fellowship meetings, but I know that this is where the recovery lives. And I know that in order for me to maintain what I have, whether it be Thursday or Thanksgiving or Christmas or any other day, um, I have to breathe my recovery. And so that's what I choose to do. I also know that, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be any special day for me to eat. A drive-thru is always open. You know, my addiction is present on every television commercial. My addiction is present on every corner. Tomorrow is, you know, amateur day, as they used to say, where it gives license for people to eat. Um, I have never needed a license. I just did it. And I did it to extremes, and I did it to weigh 300 pounds, and I'm in a normal size body today, which is, you know, a side benefit. It's a side benefit, but I really, really like it, you know, and I want to keep it. I don't want to give it up. So thank you for letting me share. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you so much, Susan L. Okay, Nancy T., you're up, followed by Sarah R.
8: Thank you, Amy. Good morning, everybody. Nancy T., what an amazing meeting. Uh, great shares, great paragraphs. Um, Of course, I always say that about almost every paragraph in the big book. Um, You know, what a great timing, too, for this topic, because we're all, many of us, are going to be around a lot of food tomorrow, maybe today and tomorrow, as we prepare for tomorrow. Um, And I'm so grateful that for me, today, it's not about the food. It's about, I was blessed to be able to buy a condo this year, and so my family's all coming here. Um, um, I'm grateful to be able to host them. I'm thinking about, today I'm thinking about, oh, I'm going to clean and get things all shiny because, you know, I want it to look nice for my family. So I want to be of service to them. Um, Tomorrow it's about how can I make everybody comfortable? What can we do? You know, one of the things that I love about our Thanksgiving dinner is before we start eating, we go around the table and everybody says something that they're grateful for. You know, it really is not about the food. I you know, it used to be that I had to surround myself with extra support because I couldn't be around that kind of food and all those things. It's just not my story today. I have been relieved of that. I have had a spiritual experience that has taken away that obsession. And um today's my mom's 87th birthday. And I get to be of service to her. And I ordered a chocolate cheesecake to have at our Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow for her that says happy birthday mom on it. You know, it, it's not my food. It just isn't, doesn't interest me. Somebody else said that when they're It just doesn't interest me. It's not that I have to white knuckle it. It's not that I have to fight off. It's not that I have to go hide in the bathroom and make a phone call. Sometimes you have to do that. And if you're new in recovery and you're, not recovered yet, you may have to do that, and those are all great tools, but I don't have to do that today because I've been freed from the mental obsession that tells me I need to have as much food as possible. I love the last year when she called it amateur day. I used to say that to call it amateur day when uh, the overeating. Um, I also love the saying that another day for Thanksgiving is Thursday. You know, it's just another day of the week, and I'll have turkey um, like everybody else, but I'll have four ounces. And um, I probably won't have mashed potatoes. I'll have a whole grain, um, whatever I can have. And it's all good. And I guess I'm just aware of how grateful I am and that I don't have to focus on the food. I can focus on my family, ways to be of service. I can be supportive to my sponsees and just take it as another day. So um, with that, I'm going to pass. Thank you so much. um, And happy Thanksgiving to all of those who will be celebrating it tomorrow. Thank you so much, Nancy. All right. Sarah
0: R., please go ahead, followed by Jennifer C. If you guys could do like two and a half minutes each,
10: we'll be right on time. Sarah, your turn. Press star one. No, Did I not hear a Sarah R.? Okay. Well, Jennifer, Jennifer C.,
14: you're up. Thank you so much. Uh, Good morning, everyone. Uh, Jennifer C. Recovered by the Grace of God today. Um, You know, I love reading the big book in light of the big book. And this paragraph, um, I kept thinking about the paragraph in XXIX, one of my favorites that talks about, you know, the very same person who seems doomed, right, Um, is now easily able to control his desire for alcohol, the only effort necessary being that required to follow a few simple rules, right? So a few simple rules, I follow a few simple rules. First and most importantly, um, I admit just like Bill did that of myself, I am absolutely nothing, right? And that without God, I'm lost. I don't try to talk myself out of it. I don't even assume that I'm not spiritually fit. Um, I just get a little reminder that I'm a compulsive overeater who will never be cured. Um, But the few simple rules, like I'm powerless, right? I'm powerless, but God God restores me to sanity. And what's sanity? Sanity means that when I have any thought or desire to eat something that is poison to me, it means I know that it's poison. It means I know that it's an insane thought. It doesn't mean the thought never comes. It means that I know it's insane, right? I can tell the true from the false. That's being restored to sanity. My defense must come from God. That's what I know. That's part of these few simple rules. I don't have to overanalyze it, right? I just know where my defense comes from. Um, So, you know, the truth is I allow God today to restore me to sanity And the second that I see any thought as insane, I am being restored to sanity because for so many years, I didn't know the thoughts were insane. I thought I could, you know, go back and forth in my head and figure out like, well, should I or shouldn't I? Will this lead to a relapse? Will this not lead to a relapse? Could I just have a little bit? And if I don't add this and that's insanity, right? So and then I turn my will over. It really doesn't matter what I want, right? It it would be nice to be able to eat a normal Thanksgiving dinner, right? If that thought comes, oh, it would be nice. Oh, it would be nice to eat a little bit of peanut butter because some people can eat peanut butter, right? Oh, it would be nice. But you know what? Because God has restored my mind to sanity, I turn those thoughts over and I say, thy will be done. Thy will be done. And this is a program of using my will, my God-given will, to conform to God. I offer myself willingly and you know, truly, it's because who I really am today, who I've always been, when this insane, this, this crazy disease is not our master, that's who we really are, right? And who I really am actually wants abstinence more than anything, and I know that, and I know that, right? Because right previous to the paragraph I just read it talks about the cycle and how I always emerge with a firm resolution not to compulsively eat again I have never said I am so glad I broke my abstinence now I get to eat compulsively for the rest of my life never has happened I always end up with a firm resolution not to eat compulsively again so what does that tell me it tells Fine. me that truly who, who I am wants abstinence more than I ever, ever want to eat compulsively. So I hope that that was helpful to somebody today, and um, with that, I pass. God bless you all. Okay.
0: I've got about a minute and a half left. Would someone like to take us out? Or Pedro B. That maybe
15: I missed. Who Pedro is B. Pedro B. B. Pedro Pedro.
0: Please go ahead, Pedro.
15: Thank you, Amy. Thank you very much. Uh, I just want to express my gratitude to all of you. Thank you so much. You really touch my heart. I, I I'm working on day six today of this new uh, abstinence and this new uh, road to recovery, and I can just feel your recovery. It, it's speaking to me so loud, you know. And I have to say that I feel at this moment that I am recovering. You know, and and working on day six and working on step one, you know, working on step one that you know, I have, I'm defeated. I don't have a chance against this disease. It's like my friend told me, it's like getting in, in the ring with Mike Tyson. What chance do I have? You know, and and that I need this power. That without the power, I'm not gonna make it. And, you know, this connection that I need with this power, with you people, oh, my goodness. I feel that you know it's just this 24-hour, like they say in, in this group that I joined, Solo por hoy, just for today, you know, I have food plans. Stay away from my alcoholic foods. Stay connected with this God, this power in my life that moves the universe. Right. Bye, Pedro. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you so much for sharing your experience, strength, and hope with us. Thank you. Thank you,
0: Pedro. Thank you so much. So glad to have you here. But it is time to wrap up. Okay, folks, thank you so much to everyone who has shared. Please join us for another second awesome unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. Today's date uh, for the today's date, November 24th, Wednesday, 2021. The share ID is 18,129. That's 18129. We will now close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer.
8: Nancy T., could you take us out, please? Thanks, Amy. Happy to do it. Nancy T., recovered composable reader in Lewiston, Idaho. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose to excuse me, constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transplant something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. That is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you as you tread the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. I'll pass. Thank you.